DPGC for life. I do what I feel and I do what I like. I'm a DPGC for life. I do what I feel and I do what I like. I'm a DPGC for life. Subscribe on Apple iTunes or Google Play to the Josh You a Fool podcast to hear the jokes and thoughts of Josh Adams. Follow Josh Adams on Instagram at I'm Josh Adams. Kings and Queens family. What's up, man? It's the Josh Adams podcast, episode number four. And um, we in the building. We back for another thrill-packed episode of everything. Like, we don't know what we're going to talk about from time to time, man. We're going to be all over the place. But I'm in the building with my family, my boys. I'm in here with Dez, a.k.a. Kid Clever. What's up, boy? What up, though? And you know we got in the building uh, the, the man who, who does it all. What's up, Card? What's happening, sir? I don't know, man. What's good, man? Uh, what y'all week been like so far, man? Thanks. Week been good, man. Week been good. Uh, it's been been a lot of stuff going on. We did the Going Up Comedy Show. Did that show. We did the uh, Black Car Revoke. Black Car Revoke. Kari was late as hell. Yeah, man. Yeah. We supposed to come shoot a whole skit. This nigga come. He said, I'm on the way. Nigga, we left. We're gone. <laughs> We're to the house. It's Wednesday now, nigga. You're a busy man, though, man. <laughs> yeah, but it was just funny that he hit me up, and I'm like, yeah. And I was like, and you know what's funny? After we ended the show, I was like, ain't it something we supposed to do after this? And I forgot. <laughs> and, you know, and, uh, I, and it was a lot going on. I don't even going to talk about it, but it was it was, it was was a lot going on at that show. And then Kari hit me up, and I'm talking about, nigga, I'm down there at the crib. And this nigga like, yeah, what's your bill at, man? Keep two women. I'm like, nigga, we gone. Keep two women. This nigga wanted us to kidnap two women. <laughs> but a skit, it would have worked perfect. But we still we still going to do the skit, right? Yeah, yeah, for sure. All right, bet, bet. We still going to do the skit, though. What's up with you, Kari? What's going on? What's your week looking like? Man, it's always something. Something with Detroit is different. Something with creative differences. It's something business content. Uh, looking at the calves. Take that L right now. Yeah, it's going down. If you, um, uh, depending on when you're hearing this right now, the calves about to go down. O2, back at the crib, man. I don't really got no dog in this fight. It's honestly, after watching it, and I hate starting off with sports because, like I said, we had women on the show last time. I want the women listenership to stick around. We're going to talk about some real stuff. Mm-hmm. But just to just to, just to to satisfy what we on right now, we actually watching this game, man. It's like Golden State finna just get them another one, but I think this probably be the last run for them, man. It's a wrap. Scary Terry for three. He missed it. Scary Terry, real hood nigga. Look at his bottom row of teeth. If you know what I'm talking about. Oh! Uh, anyway, man, um, what did I have going on? Uh, I had going up. We did the comedy show. Um, I had three shows Saturday. I did a baby shower. Calvin Johnson was there. Damn. Which was Megatron. Ain't that so he's still around. He bigger than you. Is he taller than you? I didn't measure myself. Oh, I mean, he definitely probably got more muscle mass than me, but I beat his ass. But, I mean, that's just me <laughs> being a man. That's no disrespect to that man. Muscle mass. I just feel like I can't let nobody just feel like anytime I see a nigga like LeBron, I'm looking at LeBron, I beat his ass. He always want to challenge somebody. You see somebody his size, and you like, I got to challenge But that's just on some man stuff, bro. But, uh, yeah, Calvin Johnson was there. Um, I performed at a baby shower. I did this show at Punchline with Tim City. And then I went to Pontiac and did a show with Jay Will, Jackpot, and that we was at the uh, Pontiac High School. Okay. Uh, they they combined it because it used to be Pontiac Central, Pontiac North, and they combined it. Now they just one school. Niggas in there fighting. Bro, when I tell you, you know, nigga, I went off. I did my thing. You know what I'm saying? A lot of comedians got off. But this one girl from Pontiac went up, and she literally went up on some gang shit. Was like, nigga, um, we bicking back bullying. If anybody say any C words, we scrapping in this bitch. Wow. And I'm talking about the crowd turned on her. Like, I've never seen any. It was like, uh... Uh, uh, New York ain't got no love for Snoop Dogg and Dr. Dre. It was that intense, bro. It was that intense. Like it felt like the Source Awards, nigga. I'm like, I don't know what's happening, but that little bitch was about whatever she was on, and she was ready to scrap that whole auditorium, my nigga. Wow. But you got off on the show? Oh, most definitely. You did my thing. Shout out to Pontiac. That was love. Um, shout out to Pontiac. Uh, like I said, Jay Will, Jackpot, the Juice was on the show. Um. Uh, I can name some other people. Oh, Eastside Ivo hosted it. He came back into town to do it or whatever. Um, Rocky Bad, you said she was at the show? Rocky Bad was there. Rocky Bad was there. And um, Rocky Bad and uh, Calico was in the building. Okay. And um, what's my man name? All-Star? All-Star JR. All-Star JR. So, yeah, you know, it, it was it was a it was a star-studded event. That was the Detroit Source Awards, sound like. Yeah, now that, now that I named all them people that was there, you definitely right. That definitely was the Detroit, <laughs> the Detroit Source Awards. So, it, it definitely went out, man. In a major way, dog. But um, let's get into it, man. I want to get into this real fast. I want to get into this. So okay. did we all see that Tierra Marie Page got hacked? That oh, you was mean, crazy. Uh, the video? The video and the picture of her taking that shot to the face. 
And she, you know, she a trooper. Shout out to her for that. Oh though. yeah, we gonna get to that. But first of all, but it's like if y'all, I mean, people who listening, everybody ain't from the city. Tierra Marie was with Rockefeller. She's from Detroit, Michigan. She was on the well, let's say what side was she on? She was on when Damon them broke up. That next wave. Of the rock when Jay Z. I thought you was gonna say she was with Ray J on Love and Hip Hop. No, but I'm just trying to give people a background on who T. Uh, Marie was but, before, because most people only know her from the Love and Hip Hop shit. But yeah, the but, girl had a song. Is there any girls around and no hot nigga? That was a thumper, nigga. Yeah. She was set up to be that bitch, like literally. Yeah. She she was with it was her, Rihanna and Anne Marie. That was that was a new introduction of Anne Marie. Anne Marie. Anne Marie. Oh yeah, me. yeah, yeah. It was a new. <laughs> I don't know who you talking about. Yeah, but they were set up to be the next three chicks, and somehow I, Rihanna just that was their class. That was her class. Yeah, she wouldn't have stood no chance. But she was with the Rock though, like because it was like she was with the Rock. Rihanna just happened to be on Def Jam. Was that Def Jam? Yeah, yeah. So Jay Z wasn't checking for her. He got a girl out of Detroit, seventeen years old, had a little swag to her. You know how we do. But man, bro, to just see like. Wow, man. I, I don't understand that, man. Like, I understand that with dudes, man. It's like, why do niggas feel the need to even, like, if a girl lets you do something like that, like, why why, why are we exposing them? Like, have like I, I mean. How do how do you know that uh, it was old boy? It could have been, like, another hack move, as we've seen with this whole Kevin Hart extortion thing. It could have been somebody else. It could have been. I don't think she got no money to really extort like that. Though. But you never know. Like, it could have been, like, somebody jealous. You know how dudes is. Like, it could have been a dude that's. Mad that she was with him or something. I ain't no telling. But let's just let's just let's just take it at face value then. Or it could be her trying to get in the news. I mean, Kim yeah, Kardashian. It could be. It could wow. be. It could be. But let's just take it at face value then. Let's take it at face value. Let's just say it's niggas out here lame enough to just put a picture. Picture like we know niggas that's doing that. We see exposed pages pop up all the time. I'm a nigga who get them pages and shout them What's out that? so I can see <laughs> revenge porn. You Man, mean? that's bro. what they call it. Yeah, yeah. and revenge porn is a crime. And you know what's crazy? I go on there because I'm like, I hope I see a bitch I know on here. Because you always want to see a bitch you know getting freaky. But then you be scared like, nigga, but what if your girl on there? That would hurt. Bro, that'll hurt your soul. So you be kind of scared sometimes. You think so? Hell yeah. You wouldn't be hurt to see your girl on the exposed page? Man, it's 2018. You assume that every every woman is getting it popping. Not nobody you kissing in the mouth though. Like you don't you don't every expect... woman is getting it popping. Every woman then cracked off a video or something. But I don't want to see it, Corey. Let's like, put it like that. I feel what you're yeah, saying, okay. but it exists. <laughs> so being that it exists, it's just only will what's the character of whoever she was connected Bro, to? Bro, I hate the fact that knowing my girl been with any nigga before me. Like so okay, I know right. I'm a, I know I gotta deal with that, but it's like nigga to go on Instagram and then you go on a page and it's just a nigga done let off in her face. And this video for they got video of her sucking dick. It's like I don't want to. Do I know my girl probably sucked a dick before? Yeah, I'm a grown nigga. Let's be real. I done did some shit. I ain't suck no dick, but I be pussy. <laughs> for the niggas out there here, be like, damn, what was fam finna say? <laughs> but what I'm saying is, I don't want to see that, bro. Okay, no, nah, but I, don't see I that. feel what you're saying, but also, camera phones been out since how long? Long time, oh, right? Five. Oh, so, five, they was high. but somebody, let's think somebody, about it. Let's some of these bitches got it. Polaroid. So let's think about it. <laughs> okay, now that's way back. I mean, some nigga got a shoebox full of pictures of your auntie. Hey, fam, check this out over here. This is the '99 right here. Nigga got the big camera on his shoulder. The one that nigga got his shoulder messed up because he. I was in the R. Kelly okay, camera. All right, so, but y'all know when camera phones came out, the first thing was like, man, you know, you could take a cool picture, selfies. Let's put it like this. Uh, <laughs> cool picture. <laughs> Uh, uh, sexting was definitely popping before selfies, and y'all know that. Sexting, define sexting. Uh, women sending new shots, new videos was definitely popping before, and dudes too. Like it, you assume it just goes down. Like if if you dating a woman that was born, I don't know, eighty to ninety, she probably got every every crevice of herself wow. in some digital format. So you're saying basically at the majority of girls been recorded or been took a picture. Or you got to, you got, I think you got to date with that idea. Yeah. And I, and I yeah. yeah. yeah that's all did, I'm saying. Y'all ever did some wild shit like that? Like sent pictures like that? I've oh, DPG? Yeah, man. What is that? Dick pic game. 
Why, you got all these different DPG. Yeah, I'm like, what DPG. do the dog pound got to do with this? What do dads and corrupt got to do with this? I ain't never, I, I ain't never sent my dick nowhere. Okay, one second, Dez. Time out. So, so you ain't never had a woman get that nigga sh- shoot it at you, shoot it at you, and then say, "Let me see what you working with." No, nah, this nigga, he, he's camera shot. He uh, he do home visits though. So, okay, one second. Dez, I can't believe. Not not Josh. Do you believe that? No, make, I swear. I swear to God. I swear. I, I believe to it, God. but it made me mad because this nigga Dez move like the president. Like this nigga, like he don't want nothing to be unfolded. I've sent my dick. Picture the girls, I've stopped though because it's just like you know, not to say I'm a big deal now, but it's just like last thing you want to do is a girl be able to see and your and girl be like, Oh, nigga, I know the curve of that dick, I know okay. that's yours right and there. Then on the flip side, has have you ever been with a woman that took out her phone and wanted to take a picture of you naked? Hell no, I have, I have too. I have, so what you would stop her? No, you wouldn't. You're talking about just. I ain't never. I just ain't never experienced it, so I don't. I don't know. He just ain't experienced it. Maybe <laughs> these. Ain't. Maybe these hoes don't think you sexy, man. No, that ain't the issue. There but, gotta be, cause no. like I said, I had girls take pictures of my dick and they be in their phone and they like, nigga, I literally shot a flick with a girl and I was like, no, cause I didn't like how I look. <laughs> you don't like, nigga, like if you ever, you if I re- if I recorded anything, like I have it. So you recorded something, and I and I have it, yeah. So okay, so one second, so you have recorded something, but you never. So this is what's so weird. So because sometimes this is no, 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 no. This is why I think it's weird. Cause sometimes it's one of those things where you meet a woman that's definitely uh, more open to explore sexually. Now, those generally are the women that may request the type of woman that'll let you take a video. Probably is the type of woman that will ask for you to send a dick pic. I would assume. Wouldn't you assume that? No, because I mean, if, if, if she's down to do whatever you want to do, that might be that girl. She like, I don't need that. She, But if he like, hey, I want to shoot some, and she like, all right, if you want to do it, I do it. I can see that, but um, I don't know, man. There's just a different type of nigga, too. My thing, my thing is if, if a chick be like, I want to see your dick, I'm like, okay, where you at? Oh, you in a... <laughs> like, <laughs> you in the flesh. You like, I mean, because obviously we need to be fucking then if you want to see my dick. What am I... But like, what's your problem with sending it, a dick pic? I mean, like you, like you said, like you never know, like what you, where you gonna end up at. You don't want to end up on TMZ. But your face ain't gonna be in. I mean, like, what you gonna take a picture of your dick? You holding your dick and you down there like, oh, this dead dick. I mean, I just you gonna have a I clever vision want... flyer next to it, nigga. I don't know. I just don't don't do that. This nigga gonna watermark a picture of his dick. <laughs> I just don't do that. Nah, man. From 2016, I can't believe in in the in the whole world of of. Of camera phoning that you ain't never did that, especially being that, like the first time you remember the first time a woman sent you a nude. Mm-hmm. Did you ask for it or it just came out of nowhere? I asked for it. Real okay, nigga. so if she would have came back and said, "All right, now show me something," he would have. Where did. you at? I I, I don't know. I, I I don't stand by that. Why Why not? Like I can't I can't? I think that you probably sent that shit. No, I've what never. Did, I've never sent a. A dick picture. I mean, he ain't got no reason to see him flogged. Like, I mean, if he said he didn't do it, I believe he probably didn't do it. It's hard for me to believe, but it's three niggas in here, so I guess two out of three niggas is down to do it. Like, but I won't do it anymore because it's like. But that means you also shouldn't be requesting shit from a woman either. That's true. That's real. I because that. to request it, you got to be prepared to shoot that shit off. But the girls, a lot of times, are more voyeur than we are. Like, they down with, hey, I'm about to send a picture. Because I, I always say or, this most girls, most girls have. Requesting it? But most girls have pictures of them like that already in their phone. Right, and it, and it's been these situations where it'd be like, I took these pictures. Like, I got these pictures in my phone. Can't let nobody see. And I'd be like, well, let me see. And then they'll, send, then they'll send a picture. They'll throw the hint out there. But it ain't never me being the person that's super aggressive. Send me a naked picture. I've never been on that tip. A woman ever sent you a picture where you know somebody else took it? Yeah. yeah. I, and I know another nigga that had the picture, too. Yeah, I do, too. That shit crazy. I know for a fact this girl had a. Now, do you do you and do I you mention it, it or do you just try no, to smash man, it? Because it just ain't no point. It's gonna no. be what it's gonna be. It's like yeah, I seen this picture a week ago. That shit hurt though. I thought I was special. I thought it was just for me, <laughs> but that bitch was a group message. Like so, I knew multiple niggas that had the picture. So basically, you want to have a timestamp new, fresh picture of that new. Just for me, fresh picture of that. I movie. want you to go get a Uno card. I want you to go get a draw four and hold it in the picture. <laughs> <laughs> I want you to go get a, a, a yellow reverse and hold it so I know that this picture was specifically for me. But, you know. You want a post that say, for Josh Adams. That's what I want. That's what I want, man. 
So, so for y'all being people that have sent pictures in the past, <laughs> uh-huh. do y'all have? Did y'all take new ones? Did y'all send them fresh ones, or did y'all just have the ones on deck? Like, yeah, I'm gonna send her this one right here. This the one. Yeah, I would take about it, it, you know, cause you want to get the right angle on it. So Yo, I would take. You gonna go through a photo shoot, bro? I took about. <laughs> you gonna go through? A I took about eighteen to twenty pictures, my dog, of just different looks. And it was just like, okay, this the one. Like, no, nah, that look a little dry right there. I don't want to yeah, send that one. Yeah, cause you don't want to send nothing that's ashy. No, nah, and then you like, oh, don't really look. Like then I'm pull my hand back a little bit so it looks like it's longer than it is. <laughs> Cause it's all about the hand position. I got big hands, so it's gonna make my dick look small. But it's like, this dick is big. <laughs> so I had to position my hands in a way where she like, okay, he got a little something. He doing enough. a little something. He doing enough. I can twerk with that. You know what I'm saying? You say it's yeah. an art to dick. Pics. Yeah, you you don't, you don't want to misrepresent uh, represent yourself. Is, it definitely is an art to it because yeah, if you. You're going to spend some time, and then it, you start really feeling androgynous, and you feel like you on the other side just going through. Androgynous. <laughs> looking through. That's like, one of the damn, words. what's the best dick pic of all these pics? Yeah. And then furthermore, you got to erase that shit, because you don't, even though it's your dick, you don't want to have dick in your phone. Like, oh, fam. And, like, what's and this? then you don't want to go on Facebook, because whatever reason, they automatically plug into your photo album. So <laughs> it pop up, you like, what the fuck is this? Four dicks right there. Like, no, nah, I can't live like that, Lord. <laughs> So as far as Tierra Marie is concerned, can she bounce back for having come Hell on the face? Yeah. She can come she can come back. Yeah, because this what I want to say. Yeah. This is what I want to say to Tierra Marie. You ain't do nothing but what you supposed to do. If that's what that nigga into, you get on and you be nasty for that nigga. And if he was a fuck nigga, then God gonna put a real nigga in your life. So you keep doing what you're doing. Don't girls talk about damn bitch out of that bitch, y'all bullshitting. Get on it. She looked up at him with love in her eyes too. I love Yo, it. man, look. It's 2018. You assume it exists on a lot of women's phones. I'm not saying that they all got it, but you just got to function like that because I'm telling you, you got a a, 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 a a movie studio walking around in your pocket. Right. You definitely got a production you got a production studio in you, like right now sitting on the table. You can make it happen and you can get all that stuff, man. So I just think it's lame, man. Like, you know what's always messed me up? And I had to stop doing that. Like, if you was kicking it with a girl, and then she seen you some pictures, and you show your mans, and then next you know that's your girl, it's like, damn, this nigga dead. No, my girl thick as hell. Can you imagine sending the picture, though? He got the picture in his phone out of your girl? Bro, that's some. That's why you got to be wait, careful. have you saved a picture that some other, if 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 your homeboy sent you a picture of another girl, you shouldn't say that. It's you in the text delete. thread, Yeah, it's though. in your thread. It's in the text you gotta thread, You got to delete it. You got to? But if that's just, but, if, but, but this is immediately is it almost like as soon as you send it to you or is it like once it's his girl you delete it no 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 after you be like oh for sure righteous then you delete it mm, oh them bitches still in my phone yeah i don't know no, i delete baby. it delete it i don't know then i mean i guess you're right i mean so is that a rule is that what we saying then is we gonna make it like we is we gonna set that out there like look fellas if your boy send you a picture of a girl and, and in reality if that's your man's like and i kind of live like this if if, if Kari kick it with somebody I can never kick it with her. I'm like that too. And if Dez do it, I can't do that. So if it's a rule, you know what? Just 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 for the sake of you know being a gentleman, I'm gonna get this out of my phone. All right, you know, cause you know it's a trophy. It's almost some trophy shit. Oh, you got one. I'm deleting it. I think I don't know if I go as far as that rule. I think the rule more so is I can't. Really, that ends up happening because you can't put more effort into like even if you're just talking to a girl. You know what I'm saying? I can't put no more effort into pursuing her than you put in. What you mean? So, I mean, on a on a short, like, okay, let's say you was taking her out and y'all, you know what I'm saying, went on dates and stuff like that. I, I can't do that. Let's say you... Um, so you trying to hit and not do nothing? So he take her out. That's why you probably don't even, you probably not going to do it. Like, I mean, if it's more so, if the game gift you, as we call it, mm-hmm. if you get gifted by the game, and it ain't his girl or wasn't his girl. Mm-hmm. I think it is what it is. Mm-hmm. But if it ain't a game gift, you can't you can't pursue. That's the thing. That's why I don't even think you should be so chummy with um with, with your, your boy. boys. Yeah, anything yeah, girl. I'd be yeah. scared of that anyway. Like even if it's because dudes be lying. Like it be chicks that they really really care about and they don't mention it. So it's like I wouldn't want to like if Josh kicked it with a girl or it was just a girl he was hitting. I wouldn't want nothing to do with it. I love all man. So I wouldn't I'm want, telling niggas that right now. I wouldn't want nothing to do with it because that's jeopardizing that relationship. I'm a sucker nigga out here. I love so him. how much how much pursuit? That's the thing because if it's thrown at you, it's a different premise. And then especially if you know 
if it's thrown at you, then you got to run it by your guy. Yeah. So, it, so if she throwing at you, you got to run it by your Josh. Little wooty wop. She want to know what's up. Like, but you know, he ain't going to believe that. And then the next thing you I know, mean, why would I like, do, it? do what you do, player. But if I know you, text her like, I can't believe you. But I put like this, Corey. I, I feel like I, I'm a good judge of niggas, and I run with niggas that I know you ain't just going to come talking crazy. Like, you going to be like, no, nigga, this is one of them things, and it's on the floor for real. I'm like, all right, well, if she on that tip, do your thing. Like, you know, and I, you know, I don't hang with goofy niggas that's going to come up to me playing and kind of like, man, she follow me on Instagram. And I'm, no, nah, you going to come to me and be like, nigga, <laughs> you like, nigga, no, nah, bro, this a cold red. This a for show, for show. Oh, all right. Well, you know, do what you do. I ain't tripping. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's just what I think, man. That's just what I feel about that, man. Um, what else? Um, um, DJ Khaled ain't eating pussy. Yeah. I don't believe that either. Yeah, I, I think he lying, though. You think he lying? I think he lying, though. 2018, man, it's too, it's hard for y'all to believe that he just how, a nigga who don't eat pussy. Cause but he how do like, you marry a, a woman and not and not do that? Well, is that his culture? What is he? He's, he ain't he, black. Is he mm. Arab? Is he? He's, he's an American. Uh, he's yeah. in a, he's Ameri- yeah, an American. Nah, that nigga something else. He come from a different culture just because he live in America. I think he uh, I think he Lebanese. He Lebanese or the nigga, you know what I'm saying, see. Armenian or whatever. Maybe in their culture, they men don't believe eating pussy, and, and that's just what it is because his wife is of the same, she's of the same ethnicity, correct? Yeah, people people going down across the world. Man, I don't know, man. Them African niggas don't eat pussy, I heard. That's what they say. No, I hear a lot of girls say them African niggas like, I'm not eating your pussy. That's what they Ain't say. no pussy getting eaten Wakanda. That's why them niggas got them tattoos inside <laughs> they, they lip because it'll fuck up the ink. Like I got, I got your, your tattoos in my pussy. Palestinian, you Palestinian. Them niggas don't eat pussy. Man, I don't believe that. I that's think why it's they, going down. That's why. That's why most of the women over there is suicide bombers because they ain't getting no head. But look, let's look at it like this too. Especially when you're dealing with women in America, because dudes out here is definitely doing the most. I wouldn't eat pussy at first. I'm not gonna lie to you. But dudes out here is I'm doing changed. the most. Dudes out here is doing the most. They so, eating ass. They eating everything. Yeah. Yeah, so some of that you gotta kinda keep with the standards. Yeah. You don't eat I don't eat everybody out, but like if you my girl, it's like I'm gonna be as nasty as I can with you. But it's another one of those things like the picture. So if if she, if she if she get crazy on yours and go down and everything, and it's it's one of them nights mm-hmm. and then she turn around and request you still may shut it down. Shut down. What, what? do you mean? You saying it, if like, this is your girl? You get some head. No, no, no. This this ain't your girl. You get some head. It's on point. Oh, so from and a random she girl. turn around and say, you do me. You getting good dick. <sighs> Bro, I'm, I'm like this now, man. If I'm dealing with you like that, I kind of already gauge you. Like I said, I'm kind of good at eyeballing women. So um, I'm probably going to go there. Like if, I, if I'm attracted to you, I don't just fuck randoms. You know what I'm saying? Of course, I got a girl now, but I'm saying like, I don't fuck In random women. In the past. So if I see it and I'm looking at it, it's like, all right, I'm not going with no condom. So I might as well eat this pussy. I, I I agree. Just on the strength of like, I mean, if. Only fuck with girls that wear scrubs to work. They usually the cleaning. <laughs> scrubs to work. <laughs> they got free access. They got I, free access. Usually they got access to some type of prescription pills. Prescription pills. That's and, decent logic. I ain't mad And that's what that. I use. I mean, if you wear scrubs to work, I'm fucking with you. Interesting. I just definitely think that in 2018, dudes is damn near, you know, a lot of dudes talk the tough talk, but it's the standard has been raised. But he said he got money, though. He say he say the reason he, he say a woman, a woman to put up with a nigga not giving head if she can go buy any bag she want to go. Buy. I don't agree. I y'all don't agree. agree. So y'all think agree. the head is that is like that. I, just I know I can't live without getting no head. Like I can't be if, if I'm with a girl and she ain't really trying to suck no dick. It really probably can't work. And you know why? Because it's the next woman that is. Now, if right. this was like the 19, if this was like the 1700s, and maybe it wasn't going down like that, then yeah, you can have that standard. I think you could have said the 80s. Yeah, that nigga took it all the way <laughs> 80s. back. 80s. I think it was going down this in the 80s. Said Moses wasn't getting his dick sucked on the ark. <laughs> That's why the nigga was like, let me get two of these. Let me get two of every animal. Which one of these suck dick? He said, bitch, I built an ark. I can't get my dick sucked. Bring that anteater over here. <laughs> that anteater. Nah, but I'm telling you, the the... Keeping with the standards, man. Like, I mean, people so we get don't, down. Be, we don't. I can believe it, cause he. Why boost? Why say you don't eat pussy? He don't get no extra points for that for me. I, I don't even know how it came up, but for him to say I don't eat pussy, I'm the king of the house, 
And I mean, I guess you got to respect how his house is getting ran. Why wouldn't you want to please your mm. queen, though? Maybe he feel he pleased her in other ways. You don't know. Maybe he eat her ass. Maybe we ain't got enough questions. Maybe he like, y'all niggas don't even know. I'm eating under her arm. Maybe that's the spot on a girl from Palestine. From Palestine. I think he doing it. And, you know, dudes be. That's corny if he doesn't want say it. a lot Admit of shit. That, though. That's corny. That but I mean, think pussy? about how much corny that, that, stuff That's very say. corny. And that's why I just take it at face value. I think he just, that's just how he is. There's probably a lot of niggas out here that don't eat pussy. Like, I I was in a relationship for a minute where I was like, I, don't, I ain't eating no pussy. Like, I was just on some weird, I don't know, say, say weirdo shit because I said young. a lot. Just on some young, immature shit where it was like, nigga, I wasn't with it. And it was like, but nigga, if I'm about pleasing the woman I'm with, like, like nigga, if she ain't coming, it's like, this ain't no, re it ain't no reason for me to be fucking. It ain't no real joy for me. If I, if you're not getting yours, so it's like, why would you not? Eat, why would you not get your girl no head? I agree. I think it's going down most times. Well, Khaled, you bullshitting, man. You ain't the best, and you know what I'm saying. You ain't the best. Yeah, bro. You congratulations. You played yourself, bro. You really, you really played yourself. Lions. Yeah, man. You got to do a better job, man. You're not setting a good example for a side. Cause when the side turned 18, this nigga already wearing a little Rolex around his little fat ass wrist. You know what I'm saying? What are you gonna do when he's young? Anyway. He just learned how to swim too. They just put that on there. That little nigga got a that little nigga, he living a life. A side gonna be a problem when he get old. I'm telling you this now. He already got a platinum album on his own. This nigga too, and he got a platinum album in uh, under under his belt. Crazy. Damn, man. All right, uh, let's move on. How was our mother's day? Oh man, well you know my mom just passed Mother's Day. Man. Oh, well, I'm sorry to hear that. Completely shifted. Um, I'm sorry to hear that, man. But shout with out it, to everybody out there who lost, uh, yeah, lost their mom and everything too, man. Yeah, a lot of with it, to deal with that. With it, the fam, you know, we all came together, man. You know, it's fam. You know, Mother's Day is forever gonna always be different. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. I know a lot of people be dealing like that. And it's hard. So you know what I'm saying. You always got to reach out to them people. And I, I'm tripping. That must have slipped my mind. I meant to hit you up, bro. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was just asking because, uh, you know, I mean, it's a big holiday. And um, a question was posed to me by my girl. It came up that if you had a baby mom, is it okay for you to buy your baby mom something for Mother's Day? That's a good question. I think I think you should, but so much is dependent upon the relationships. Mm -hmm. So, but just on, on surface, I'm going to say yes. On surface? Yeah, and that's sorry. what I'm thinking. Like, if you got a cordial relationship with your baby mom, I ain't saying go buy her a Birkin bag. But if you send her some flowers, especially if, you know, the kid lives with the mm -hmm. mom, if y'all cordial enough, what's wrong with you saying, like, here go some flowers? Yeah. And even if, like, but she said to me, like, oh, it's cool if you buy the, if the baby want to buy something and you say it's from the baby. But I'm just saying, like, if you send her some flowers, should it be a problem, man? I just feel like black women have a problem like they feel like they supposed to hate the mother you know what i'm saying like it's supposed to be a, a hate relationship but, but we do know a lot of backsliding goes on between baby mamas and baby daddies so yeah. as long as it's from a place of sincerity and not because he trying to get back in but you but know what i'm saying if he line stepping then that's the problem my logic with that is if it's gonna happen it's gonna happen anyway so whether he buy them flowers or not like if that's what he want to do then that's that's what the dude's gonna want to do that's an out front gesture like, this nigga sent flowers? Like, hey, now name behind your back? Like, yeah, I just sent you some flowers. It shouldn't be a problem, man. I just, I don't know. I think women, I think women are so naturally competitive that they really, they feel like they supposed to hate each other. Like, like, oh, bitch, you used to be with them. I can't fuck with you for real. Like, no. Why? What's the problem? It's Mother's Day. Here goes some flowers. I don't know. And then you say it's okay if it's from the kid. But, like, the kid ain't got no money, so exactly. you know you know where the shit came from at the exactly. end of the day. So that's just a colorful way of saying it. It's just you being evasive. It's just like at the end of the day, let it be what it's going to be. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know, man. It just be these discussions they have, man, online that just make me laugh that a lot of these people that be answering the questions be so young and they ain't even matured enough in life. To be like, it's like, you don't know what you're going to be. Like, you, you 21, 23, talking about, oh, I wouldn't do this, I wouldn't do that. You don't know what you're going to be on when you're 25, 26. Never say never. You're going to mature, bro. Like I said, when I was a young nigga, bro, ain't you no pussy. Look at me now. You said it like you the uh, spokesperson and president. Bro, <laughs> I go down there, bro. I go down there, bro. I will eat a pussy. I wasn't like that. And it's just like, you're just going to be a different person, man. And I just hate that people have these such strong opinions and stuff that you just don't know where you're going to be at in a minute, man. You got to just really, I don't know, man. Maybe I'm just me. Maybe I'm just too, I'm open. Maybe I'm too open to being like, I'm, I'm open to being 
swayed in any way. Like, I just don't, you know what I'm saying? Because life can, you can just, anything can change. You know what I'm saying? But we remember, we came up in the 90s era where there's a lot of dudes saying they don't eat pussy, but they was. So, you know, um, because like, we all probably. Shout out to Clint Mingo. That was the first nigga said he ate pussy. And niggas was like, man, that nigga lying. And he was eating pussy. So, like, back. beer when we came back. But I, 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 I guarantee that it was a lot more often. Just like, you know, like, it was a lot of a lot of stuff happening like that in the 90s where you didn't think. It was a lot of guys saying, I don't take women on dates. And then you go to Fridays and you see the whole goddamn back row with dudes. Like, nah, you know, this is my girl. And, we, and it's like, mm. you see in pop- high school, you see the whole damn, you know what I mean? So it's that 90s culture definitely was fraudulent uh, niggas was pump faking yeah yeah acting i mean even sort of to today dudes be acting like man you know what i'm saying i don't even call a girl you know they said Pac was out here eating pussy for sure i'm just saying i'm just saying (laughs) i think it was going down a lot more than we thought bro nothing changes bro like i saw a video of freak nick and i saw a lot of these 50 and 60 year old women that be talking about these girls that be twerking on instagram and they was just down in atlanta Going in. Yeah. Bunch of aunties. Like, nigga, I know I know a bunch of y'all. Y'all out here wilding for real. And it's like, we just be hypocrites. It's like, you got to understand, when you're youth, when you're young, you're going to wild out and do a bunch of dumb shit. Yeah, I mean, think about just, you know, Freak Nick, Luke. You know what I'm saying? Oh, nigga, Luke. I mean, shake what your mama gave you. Uh, I mean, even, even in our day, when Scar mm. came out. Remember when Scar came out? Who? I don't know who that is. You know the Scar song from Luke with uh, which one is the high guy? Trick, with Trick Daddy, the uh, Trick Daddy that we know now of the Slip and Slide thing. Yeah, you know what was it? You know what the Cap be coming? Cap be coming? Cap be coming? I don't know the names of that. Yeah, but that song even. You know what I'm saying? Pop, pop, that coochie, baby, pop, pop, pop. That girl had Luke written around her titties. Yeah, I mean, come on now, bro. I mean, I would love that. So, and that was definitely, them women are... Uh, uh, 79 now. <laughs> These bitches that. are 79 in hospices now, and they was in fucking hospice. with Luke. I think they was building with Muddy Waters or B.B. Mm-hmm. King or something. Damn, bro. And it just, it's just very wild to see that, man. So, if your auntie had any pictures with her sitting in them wicker chairs with the jacket with the shoulder pads in it, looking like an NFL punter, she probably was out here getting loose with Luke and them. It's a fact. That's a damn shame. Like a lot of y'all out here fucking Tory Lanez now. And y'all great grandkids gonna be like, you was fucking with Tory Lanez? So a lot of them are grandmothers now. That's the, that's crazy. But low key, I don't think it should matter that much. If she was, <sighs> you know, I mean, we, we in an era where it's women that, you know, especially in Detroit, it's women that was stripping, retired from stripping. Mm-hmm. Now they, they went to school, got their degree, and they transitioned in their life path. They still got the tattoos. Yeah. They still, you know, somebody would be like, hey, man, I remember her from All Stars. But, you, you know, I can still date her. You, still you can marry a girl that used to be a stripper? At this point, man, it's, a, it's so many women that I know that used to be strippers that I'm going to say yes. But you so evolved, and that's what I say. That just come with getting older, man. I'm not there yet. Yes, you right around the corner, nigga. You about two months from Okay, me. here go another one. <laughs> Think about how many girls from high school, you know, was – uh was by a lesbian at one point in time and now you see them on Facebook and they got married and they got kids now and, and they definitely back in the church. But oh, at no. one point you remember. So I mean it's if you was a stud, if you had on a if you had a platinum Fubu jersey and you was around here wearing lugs, I can't get with you. Hey, I'm just saying, but you know it exists. What about a bus though? And I'm talking about a historic bus that got ran on. What's a historic bus? I'm talking about that's in the Guinness Book World Records. Like What's they like a historic they like, bro. We they like boy we, they like bro, we ran her for like two days straight. Track me. Okay, first off, we I fed think... her crazy bread. Like nigga, we didn't stop hitting her. Like nigga, pull his dick out and stick some crazy bread in her mouth. And we kept going. Gatorade and crazy bread. First off, I think all trains and bus those, I think all of that was rape culture. Dang. So I never ran one. I ain't never did that either. I ain't either, but this a lame ass podcast. I definitely think that was rape culture. So if it happened, they was definitely exploiting some shit. You know what I'm saying? Some girls be with it, and I don't mean to be. I'm not. I'm not being a a rape apologist, and how that rape culture. All these words is weird to me. All these uh politically correct words or whatever. I think girls just 
some girls just do crazy stuff. Cause most dude, most dudes like like um it's a it's a fantasy for a man to have two women at the same time. So why can't it be a fantasy for a woman to want two dudes at the same time? To have twelve niggas fucker. Because that's some whole different shit. She got a whole different mental makeup going His on. His head shaking like hell no. I mean, it's hard to believe, but I always like to argue the point, man. I mean, yeah, if you know, I'm not gonna make no fun of if a niggas it was forcing somebody to do some shit like that. You a terrible nigga, and I hope that uh, but see, I, the, she gave you something. The force happens like this, so it's like it's like the Tupac situation. She liked Pac, mm-hmm. she sort of know, but like you, so it'd be like this. It'd be too. it'd be the guy the that she like, and then it'd be some guy she used to hook up with, and then it'd be like. Two other dudes, and then a lot of alcoholism, real dark ass room. I get around crazy bread and Gatorade. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yep. I try. I I, I don't even know. I can tell the story, but anyway, uh, one time my boys in the try set a bus though up. Shout out Boone. Shout out to Bossy. Um, my boy Boone and cousin Abasi used to get a lot of these girls off the line. You know, remember like you would go on the phone or chat lines. And you'll hit a girl up, and you're like, if you want to vibe, press one. If you don't, keep going. So he vibe with a bitch. He was like, look, I got this little one set up. Let's go over there. So we all jumped in the car. I don't know why we all jumped in our different cars. It was like a caravan of niggas. Like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Three cars driving to this girl's house. I'm like, we could all roll the same car. We get out. We go in the crib. It was probably a premonition, so you could dip. You're right. So this will happen, right? We get to the girl crib. Matter of fact, she lit. I don't know. She still lit there, but she lit right <laughs> off the telegraph. You know that, that that it was Telegraph and that uh and Southfield Service Drive. Mm-hmm. Was that Southfield? That's ninety six. Somebody listening like that's mm-hmm. my cousin. But you know this was a while back, yesterday. This was like twelve thirty. Yes, over Shout there. Out. That, 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 <laughs> them apartments right there on the service drive. So we pull up, we go in there, whatever. And I'm nervous. Like I'm like, man, what's gonna happen? So we go in. This girl comes to the door, and when I say Kari, she was fine as hell. We walk in, she got porno playing. I'm so nervous, my nigga. I'm in here like, <laughs> I'm talking to my nigga Boone like, bro, what's gonna happen? He's like, my chill, I was about to run this bitch. So we sit down on the couch. It's a porno, my nigga. I instantly start farting because I'm nervous. I'm in here just, <laughs> and it's the leather couch so the motherfucker like, brap, brap. and um, Boone laughing and shit. And Adam, he over there talking to her, sitting. At the, I don't know why I'm using real names, but whatever. Shout out to Adam, man. This was a long time ago. So he talking to her. So me and Boone over there laughing. Next thing I know, I look over. This nigga laying on the, she laying on her back. He eating her pussy, and he gesturing to us like, "Come on!" Like he eating her. He like, "Nigga, I'm about to take the L for the. I'm about to get it popping. This bitch fine." So my nigga Boone jump over there. He started. Like I said back in the nineties, dudes was so so. Not only not only was he going down on her, yeah. he was going down on a woman that he just met yeah. off of a party line. Shout out to the party line. Under the premise of she probably about to have sex with all of y'all because he slid her two hundred dollars that you ain't seen knowingly. So Some, continue. Somebody got to take the L for the team. That's some think, sick shit. I don't think he would eat her. <laughs> I don't think he would eat her pussy and pay her two hundred dollars. I think he just was like, nigga, he is one or the other. He yeah he, yeah yeah. You you know you ain't uh, doing that. You think. So he eating her pussy. So Wild my, boy behavior has been in effect for a long time. I, I, I don't think my nigga Dom did it. So Dom eating her pussy. Boom, start getting some head. I go over try to get some head, bro, and um. I was just so nervous, bro, that I just could not like. Next thing y'all know, niggas in there just naked. <laughs> like these niggas, are, like a dom got ass naked. Me and Boom just left our shirts on, so we on some Winnie the Pooh shit, looking like we look like ghosts in there. We just got like, and this one tall. This was tall T culture, like so niggas in this bitch dumb three X tall T's on, butt ass naked in this bitch, and my nigga dom fucking this bitch, bro, and I just couldn't. I just was so nervous, like bro, I I didn't know where to jump in at. I didn't know what to do. Boom, my nigga boom wildin'. This bitch riding my nigga Adam. So boom, grab the bitch hips and start fucking using her to fuck the nigga Dom. So it was just funny because the niggas just start doing some and one shit at this point in time. So then I'm like, man, I ain't gonna do this. So I just went over and whispered in her ear, like, I'm gonna fuck you when they leave. <clears throat> and um niggas got up and left. And then she was like, No, nah, you gotta go. My auntie coming. So I just left. And that was the one time that I almost was a part of a bus though, but after that, I was like, bro, this ain't nothing I can be a part of. But I still watch gangbang porn. Like I said, I'm a hypocrite when it comes to porn. But All type of crazy shit. Her auntie didn't even know what was going on. Niggas at the house. in there fooling. We was in there for a good hour and a half, maybe two hours, bro. But damn. I mean, that ain't rape culture. Like, you know, she just was with it. She was like, what up? You know what I'm saying? Maybe she stopped. She, maybe she was surprised three decent looking niggas came over. Like, oh, it's dick in the, you know what I'm saying? And it, it almost went down. 
Shout out to her. I ain't never got her name. It's crazy. She probably, you know, it's funny if I just ran across. I do a lot of shows. She's like, that's that nigga who want to fuck me with that tall T on. <laughs> <laughs> He, he wanted to wait Hilarious. till everybody left. Can't wait till Tall T's come back in the show. Uh, I hope they don't, though. Tall T's. I hope they don't. Tall Slim T's, though. They'll be slim now. They ain't going to be baggy. They're going to be tall, tapered T's. Tall, we should do that. We should tees. get some uh, We should get some Detroit is Different, Clever Vision, Josh Podcast, Tall, Tapered T's. Tall, Tapered T's. Say that shit wouldn't be hard. <laughs> I can't do that, though. So when you run in a bus, though, you it's tight on you, so you can kind of roll it up. And it's like right there, so now you got to like double cuff, double and you can do your cuff. thing. Y'all niggas ain't trying to really get money out here, man. Jay Z and Beyonce coming. Y'all going to that? No, I ain't got mm-hmm. no tickets for that. Mm-mm. What about the Migos and Drake? No. Mm-mm. Monday and a Tuesday. Why do why do why do why do all these artists only come here on the way to somewhere else? Like they don't come here on them live days. Like they know we gonna sell out. They know they gonna sell out every arena they come to in Detroit. And they know they can come on a Monday and Tuesday and do it. Because you just said it. If I know that I can come on a down day and still make as much money as I can get on a live day someplace else, psh, go on a down day. Why? I mean, that's crazy. I mean, is that is that disrespectful? Or is it just like, hey, I didn't have to come because they can easily go to Chicago and be like, they can easily be like, you niggas can come to Chicago. We're not coming to the city. You know what I'm saying? They could, they could definitely do that. You know what I'm saying? That's the way I feel. Like, they definitely can be like, you know. I remember when Beyonce didn't even come to Detroit. She went to Chicago, and everybody else went over to Chicago to go see the show. Yeah, yeah I mean, I think the uh, – <clears throat> I don't know, man. Like I say, if you know you can get the the money for the lows here – I mean, if you can maximize money on an off day in Detroit, which they always do. Go to Chicago, then go to Detroit, and then go to whatever the next big city is on the way. It's usually they go to Chicago on the way. Once they leave Detroit, they go into Chicago – Friday and Saturday to sell that bitch out. Yeah. Yeah, that junk. It's whack, though, because them same people that talking about, ah, oh, no, nah, y'all show on a Tuesday. They act like they can't come to a show on a Tuesday, but they come for Drake or they come mm-hmm. for Beyonce. I'm hard on us, though, man. I just feel like, nigga, once you create something, people will come. Like, nigga, if you put something together, niggas will come to a show on whatever day it is, nigga, whether it's Christmas, whether it's a baby shower. If it's something they feel like they want to come to, we just got to create that thing, man. And that's on us. I'm always going to say that. I'm always going to take the blame because when we win, nigga, I want the credit. So if we ain't winning, it's our fault. And when we start winning, nigga, it's on us. Yeah. No, I just feel like it's a poor excuse. I get it why you would want to come for them. Cause it's Drake. It's the Migos. It's, it's Beyonce. It's Jay-Z. And, they, and they're not here every month or every week. They, You know, they come twice a year. They not unless you're Jeezy. They're not going to appreciate us till we gone, dudes. When we leave and we come back, they're going to be like, oh, yeah, man. I remember that, man. Them niggas had a podcast, man. Them niggas was doing shows every month. And you know, I see you at the little Caesars Arena. Yeah, pay that seventy five dollars for that ticket. Pay that little seventy five. You know what I'm saying? I see you at the after party. You, you realize how many people, if you get to Little Caesars Arena, gonna be asking for free tickets? Man, my at phone. least a section. I won't even have my phone on. My girl gonna have it. I'm not answering. If you, if I rock with you, you already know what it is. You know what I'm saying? And this ain't even bitter talk. Like I got, and I hate I got a preference because niggas love to think that you on some bitter shit. But this just being real, man. Niggas see what's going on. And niggas is not going to trip. It, what do they say? Forgive, but don't forget. Right. So, you know what I'm saying? Like, I know what it is. And I remember all the niggas who played me a certain kind of way because I didn't have the leverage as far as, like, the draw that I could bring in. But then you knew what the talent was. When it all flipping the tables turn, nigga, we had Little Caesars Arena going dumb. Or, you know what I'm saying? We selling everything out. Let, let's talk a little bit about that. When you say playing you. What, what's getting played for a comedian? Because I'm a big on the, like, you know, we had these discussions before as somebody that's put on comedy shows, and I put on all types of shows. Like, on one level, you you want a certain amount of effort from the actual act. Mm-hmm. But then you also want a certain, uh, I mean, understanding, you know, from, from the comedian's point of view, this is what you do all the time. So how much effort can you put into, like, one exclusive show? When you say effort, you mean what? Promotion? It could be promotion. It could be uh, even like uh, the professionalism or the effort of like, you know, are you going to tell the same jokes? Especially with it's so much pressure. Like, you know, I hire a singer. I want them to sing the same thing. Mm-hmm. But with a comedian, it's like, damn, he's going to do the same jokes. It's some dudes here, uh, you know, that's been doing the same jokes for 30 years. Yeah. And them the guys that get moved out the way. But uh, put it like this, as far as like effort, 
as far as comedy go, I always talk about this because I see comedy from the side of a promoter and I see it from the side of being an artist. Being funny is a cap on how it's a cap on what I can pay you for just being straight up funny. If when I put your name on a flyer, I need to know I'm gonna make my money back. I'm, I'm gonna get what I paid you, and I'm gonna get that back. It's an investment. Exactly. So I understand that. So as far as like promotion, a lot of comedians don't promote themselves, and then they wonder why they don't have a following because people don't know where they can see you at. So if you're doing a show somewhere, like if you're doing going up Tuesdays, why would you not tell people that's where you're going to be at, so that way your audience can come see you. Right. And then follow you and build with you. And then a lot of times niggas don't understand, you know, and then, like I said, but I see it from both sides. I see the promoter side, but then I also see the side where these niggas be clout chasing, where they'll get somebody who's not as funny, but they're going to bring the people, but then they want to book, let's just say me. Let's just say me because I can only speak for myself because they know that I'm at least going to hold up the end of the bargain as far as like, I'm going to make the show good. Yeah. You, you do a lot of shows like that. Like I've seen people host because that's something new. On, on all levels host comedy events where they they're not comedians yeah but then they'll have somebody with the work like you mm-hmm. come up behind you know god knows who it's bad uh, cleanup like you know it, what yeah, i'm saying like and then at the end of the day people still gonna take pictures with him yeah they you know you don't know, say follow them but you know what i think it is i don't know what the disconnect so it's is like I, this person from love and hip-hop or basketball weird. wives is hosting the event but it's a comedy show, and in reality, Josh, you gotta really over deliver now because they don't got no jokes. They never do. They just it's just famous people, and you like you want to take pictures and say you saw them and you was around them. And it was a quote people always use that back in the day you used to be on TV because you were special. Now you just special because you on TV. Like you had to be special to get on TV. Now if you get on TV, you special for some reason. So if you out here and you got a bunch of followers, I hate to say followers, but you got just a bunch of views on some people gonna mess with you, but. Like I said, man, it's a disconnect, and I think it might just be something in the universe where when it click, it click, and then everything changed, and then everybody like, oh, there go Josh. Okay, now let's go to this. How is people playing you, or how have you been played by certain, like, I guess, promoters or people in the business? What's getting played? How should, how should people interact with you? How people just pay me with, be oh, fair. God. Be fair as far as, like, what you going to pay me. Like, don't book me for a show. Like, I, I know a lot of promoters do this. I mean, a lot of promoters, like, I deal with a promoter out of town that did this in, like, Indiana. Let's say that. He would put a show together, and he would pay his headliners a big name to bring a big name in X amount of dollars. And, of course, he'd take the L because he got to pay this big comedian all his money to put the show mm-hmm. on. So the next show he'd do, he'd be like, let's get Josh. Josh funny as hell. We're going to get a great show. But then I can pay Josh damn near bottom what I'm going to pay a headliner. Like, you know what I'm saying? Come get this little fuse. Because I know you're out here trying to get it. You getting, you know what I'm saying? You're out here hustling, picking up bags. So it's like, you took an L over there, but you're going you gonna to re-up on me. When I'm like, okay, I understand I'm not going to get the, the the big name money, but at least pay me a fair, a decent, like, nigga, I'm, I'm, I'm driving out here. I'm, you know what I'm saying? Set me up with a decent hotel. Make sure I leave with a little whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like, make sure I go back and I ain't breaking even and I'm going home and I'm still eating. But niggas try to come and I'm the come up show. Like, all right, man, we're going to come up off Josh show because it's going to be a great show. And we not paying as much as we would in a, uh, a big name. Now, is, I'm going to ask y'all this. Is it my fault? I'm asking y'all. That's not rhetorical. Is it my fault? Is it something I can do different? Dez, you take the floor. And then I, I got a couple of qu- okay. more questions in the take. I feel like um, I feel like for your for your talent level, and um, and now it's different for you now because you've been building that fan base. And mm-hmm. you got people that come out specifically just to see you from all the work you've done in the city. So now you deserve a fair amount, but for an average comedian that's just funny, but only only got I'm just saying just throwing a number out here. They only got five followers on Instagram, and they not, I'm funny as hell, and it's not gonna promote or not go out their way to push the show to the next level as a promoter. Like if I'm investing in you, I need you to at least bring people here. Like the show should be different because you're here. Mm-hmm. If the show is not different crowd wise or pro- or participation. Like, it doesn't matter if you're funny and nobody's at the show. That's true. So it's like, that needs, you need to bring people. Or I need to know that if you don't have a large following, you're going to do everything you can to get as many people here if I'm paying you. Um, my thought now, as I've done shows over a long period of time, and I've taken the LL Cool J Tough, mm-hmm. and I won. So... My thought now is really as a promoter, 
I'm supposed to rely on the talent. But as much as I'm supposed to rely on the talent, I have to know how to mix the right theme with the right venue, with the right acts, and how they all complement one another as well. Um, sometimes it just won't work, and some things work hand in hand. I think that your audience uh, definitely, um, if any promoter really wants to book you, mm -hmm. they deserve it. They if they really want to make their money back, they should do the research. They should come to going up on a Tuesday. They should follow some of your other shows. They should see who's in the audience. And then also they should try to know a little bit more about, about that audience. And through social media nowadays, you can find out about that audience. You should, you know, pick a couple of those random people, follow them, where are they going? How often are they going there? Uh, I, I think you have uh, uh, that, that class of black women between the ages of, 20 like late 20s to early 30s what's up queen so i i really think that's your audience Come get his love. but it's you you have an audience with that that like they're educated they're uh they travel i didn't even go to college shout out to all the educated um, queens that come out to the shows with them degrees um and and you definitely need to pick the right venue because as much as it is, as they want to go out and they want to enjoy themselves, they don't mind spending a little bit extra, but they want to make sure that parking is good. They want to wear the right shoes. They yep. want to feel like ain't nobody going to jump on them going to back to the car. Mm -hmm. And they also want to feel like if I'm going to spend, you know, uh, $20 on a drink or whatever, it's going to be a premium drink, a good bar. I'm not going to wait a long time because they will complain about service on Yelp and shit like that. I think if a promoter were to pay, for the right venue with the right ambiance and the right theme, they winning. And I would actually partner you with like like a spa party or something like that. And they can make so much more money. Now it's gonna take more effort because that's a whole lot different than just going to the bar down the street that your homeboy own and he like, yeah, man, you wanna do something on Friday. But if you really wanna get that bag, you should do the research and know how to approach it and you're gonna win especially with a comedian like you and then different comedians got different audiences. Like, that's when, true. you know, and you have to know even how to match up that, that the, the, the roster of comedians with the right music and, and with art. everything. That's an art. Like I think a lot of times when you put a comedy show together, you got to know what you bring in together. You got to know who you got on the show and you got to, it's got to be a perfect blend, but real quick, man, I just want to take a break to shout out a uh, Detroit city distillery. We mm -hmm. off this gin, right? Yes, mm -hmm. sir. We gin, Gin and lemonade—it's it's kicking in summer. Like, yeah, yeah. So gin is a summer type of little sip. Yeah, man. I, I go gin in the summer. Um, you know, I'm a bourbon usually, but this is a gin day. Gin day. The gin is right. You know what I'm saying? One second glass did and took his out, so he looking at the bottle again. But um, like I said, um, I take a lot. I put a lot of pressure on myself, so that's why I understand sometimes. I'm like, okay, I gotta find out what the disconnect is as far as what it is with my audience. And once I once you find your audience, that's what it's about, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's it's, it's what it's about. You you do what you do. You get good at what you do. And then you find your audience. And then you feed them. They take care of you. And you take care of them. All right. I got two. I got two points real quick. Like, one thing about Detroit, I feel like we're not a fan of comedy. Like, as a city, I don't feel like the city is, like, a huge fan of comedy. We're more so the younger generation is a fan of popular. So, they mm. come out to they what's popping. Yeah, they yeah they chase clout. Whoever popping, whoever yeah. going where the where the hoes gonna be. Kevin at. Hart here, we there. Yeah, exactly. But if if you know, it could be a show in the city the same day that will rival the funniness of a, or it'd be just as yeah. hilarious as a or, Kevin Hart as show. a Mike Epps show or not not, not knock on Mike Epps or nothing like that. But I know what or you or just mean. whatever headlining comedian it is. Like it's local, you know, or not local. It's talent that's from here, that's homegrown, that can put on a hell of a show that's just as good as them. But they gonna go to where the cloud is. I think that's with anything, man. Cause I just heard I hear a lot of artists don't get love here. I like, you know, we run into rappers, we run into singers, and like I've all in the most legendary story I've ever heard is that Aaliyah was here doing her thing, but when Aaliyah left and went to Atlanta and got off, is it Atlanta? New York. New York. New York. Well, New York. Then when she came home, it was like, oh. Well, I mean, Aaliyah you can say that thing. with Eminem, you can say that with Big Shine, you can say that with a lot of artists, but this is another question I even have for you, especially with comedians, mm -hmm. because it's a different art form um do you think that the, the crowd no. do you think the crowd like would say like i saw josh i saw josh you know last month so i may not want to see him again for a couple months no i don't think that i mean i mean put it like this like I, can I, a comedian dilute their reach 
by hitting too many stages in the same area. I don't think so because I think that's a uh, I think that's a catch twenty two because how do I get better? Mm -hmm. Am I only supposed to go up once a month? Then how do I get good? Where do I work my material all that? Because I, I work white rooms, I work black, I work churches. Mm -hmm. So I don't think it's that like social media proves it. Like we want to see what you're doing every day. Mm -hmm. We want to see what Kevin Hart ate this morning. We want to see Kevin Hart going to the store. We want to see Kevin Hart at the breakfast club. Like people want to see you. I legitimately think it's just a thing where some shit you just can't predict. It's just magic. When mm -hmm. it happened, it happened. I mean, not comparing myself to Jay-Z, but I believe Jay-Z was who he was when all them other niggas was around. But shit just got to take place. And when it clicked, it clicked. And after all, out of nowhere, it just all makes sense. Like, it's like I'm doing everything right. My shot is good. Just comparing it to basketball, my shot is good. I know where my spot's at on the floor. I can do whatever I want to do on the basketball court. But it's just, when it's my time, it's my time. So it's like, I think that's just what it is. It's a disconnect that I can't explain because I'm doing all the work now. I'm doing the social media. I'm uh, I'm um, I'm tapping in with all these other different. You know, I mean, you know, if you ask any of these niggas on Instagram, they want to do videos with me. They like you, the funniest nigga in the city. Mm -hmm. But for whatever reason, it don't matter if this nigga yells out, "Oh, he the best nigga in the city." It's just about when the universe, God, click that light on and be like, "Oh, here this nigga go." And the, I think that's what it is. Do yeah. you think? What as a for a new up and coming comedian in the city, do you think it's more important for them to get popular first or get funny first? I think you should get funny first. I think you should get funny first because it's harder to do the it's harder to get funny. It's easy to get popular. You know what I'm saying? You won going to a little Caesars away and pouring gasoline, fake gasoline on yourself from making yourself a name and people noticing you. And then now people are like, who is this nigga? But if you ain't got the funny to back up, now we all looking at you. It's something else. So I think I'm just I'm just a nigga who believe you gotta have a skill first. Because if you put yourself out there first, you only get one shot. You only get one shot at making a first impression. And once you make that impression, oh you that nigga that ain't funny. Now, I do have that question too. Because just as a rapper myself. Turn to an interview. What's up? As a rapper myself, it's been times where cats done seen me rap years ago, but I, I didn't really have my chops, but in their mind, I left that impression of like, I'm whack. So like, is it people that saw you years ago as you were still honing your skills mm -hmm. that still have it impressed in their mind that you okay, where now you killing it? I don't think so. I mean, but you know, you see somebody in the beginning, you know, they're not going to be as good as they going to they gonna be. Like, you know, the biggest compliment I think I've ever got from somebody that was like, nigga, I remember seeing you two years ago and you was funny as fuck and you are way funnier than that now. So as a as a as an artist, you always want somebody to see you and think if you're not getting better, then you dying. Like if mm -hmm. a nigga was to come to me like, oh bro, you still funny as fuck. That's not as much as a compliment as is, nigga. You way funnier than you was. Like nigga, I know I was funny when you seen me, or maybe I wasn't. But as long as I'm always impressing, like by the point, like when people see me there, like I've seen people who seen me do comedy. Like I work at LA Fitness, and people came out to a show that Jason Jameson put on over at the Redford Theater. And they got to see me. You know, when you hear somebody do comedy, you're like, let's see. And niggas was, like, impressed to the point where they was like, nigga. Like, they looked at me like I was an extraterrestrial. So when you see that, it's like, okay, that's the kind of impression you want to leave on people. Where it's like, I can't believe this nigga got that kind of talent. Mm. So, I mean, people going to see, like, nigga, a nigga might see me for the first time, and I might not have the best set. But when you see me again, you know what it is. Like, you know, you might catch a nigga on an off night. This is a long season. I compare this shit to baseball or basketball, nigga. It's 82 games. Like, comedy's a long season. So, Kevin Hart, like I said, I always use this analogy that from Kevin Hart to the nigga who just started comedy 10 minutes ago, they both going to have bad shows. Kevin Hart don't go out here and not kill every night. Because if he do, he not trying to get better because he not trying new shit. I think... Hope we ain't boring y'all with this comedy talk, but, you yeah, know, yeah. this is what we do. I'm a comedian. I think the the other thing about any event, period, like, or any promoter and then you can speak on this days too and then sort of you too um it's an experience that people paying for as much as they're paying for the show they're paying for an experience people want to go out people want to enjoy themselves so if i'm putting this event together i gotta be aware here go maybe your word for today cognizant of cognizant. the fact i knew that one okay good all right so i gotta be cognizant of the fact that they want to enjoy themselves now that's a mix of the other people that's there. That's a mix of the venue itself. That's the mix of 
probably what led them to be there if they know other people in there how the room is arranged all those little variables that i didn't think used to matter now the more i mean i've been doing this for i don't know man josh i, I probably the first time one of the first times i booked you may have been 15 years ago or something but shit loud my nigga i've been doing comedy 13 oh man well and i remember man. that show yeah you had me you, did you book me to host something I, I you you hosted uh something that I was doing back when I used to do uh the summer festival with Focus Hope. It was yep. supposed to be outside, but it rained it and stormed that day, so we moved inside. Cardi so we ain't mess with Kool Aid. We gotta get Kool Aid on this show. I wanna yeah. get all the OGs up here and just talk so, about shit. And um but you know, from then like something as simple as really even having somebody at the door, and that's one thing I like about what you guys have done too. Like the person that greets people at the door, I used to think that Eh, that can set the tone for how much people enjoy themselves. Because mm -hmm. if they walk through the door and then somebody's shaking their hand, I remember when y'all used to get po popcorn away and stuff like mm -hmm. that. Yeah. Little instances like that make you feel like, damn, they did give me a bag of popcorn. I know that sounds real corny. In the back of your mind. But it's like, damn, I don't get popcorn from, from most places. And it's going to, while I sit and eat popcorn, I'm going to sit and pay attention to the show a whole lot more than if I was thinking like, damn, do I want to buy some chicken wings? Am I going to buy a drink? I'm getting a text message from old girl. Do I want to go home and go to sleep? Yeah. It's hard to be on your phone when you got butter on your fingers. So that too. It's an art to it, man. It's an art. On, it's an art to putting on an event and bring it. Like you said, you know, you just can't give people one thing. People got to feel like you said from the door, it's like when you pull up, is the parking good? All right, bet. Is it lit well? I don't walk into the, you know, because I'm walking to this place. What does it look like on the inside? What are the chairs like? Okay, is it full? What is the drinks like? You know, and then is the customer service good? You know, like I said, at our shows, like, you know, I would literally walk women to their car because Trail would, would do it. But, you know, we had so many women that he can't walk all of them. So it's like, I. For the, I want to make sure that women was a are safe. Brag right there. Yeah, I just want to make sure women are safe brag. at our shows. But, but that's a smart thing, especially for your audience, because yeah. that's something that they're gonna remember. And it's definitely a lot of shows where the only woman getting walked to the car is the woman that's going home with the guy that he talk that she talking exactly. to. Exactly. Yeah. I make sure everybody get to the car. It's like, cause you here, like you know, I, I want you to feel safe as a black man, as a man. Fuck that, cause it's, we get all types of women come to my shows. But I'm just saying, as a man. I want to make sure women feel safe when they're around me. That's my number one thing. When you're around me, I'm not going to take advantage of you. I'm not going to do nothing you want to do. You're going to laugh. You're going to have a good-ass time. You're probably going to eat decent because I like to eat and I like to laugh. You're going to be good. I'm all about having a good time, man. Shout out to Detroit Distillery and this gin, <laughs> this little lemonade. This Simply Lemonade. And I don't even know if this made in Detroit, but them niggas deserve nothing but love because this shit's delicious. <laughs> yeah, fool. This shit delicious, man. But, no, that's just what it is, man. We just got to, you know, we everybody got to do better. There's always more work that got to be done. That's how I feel. All right. So with that, as we wrap up, um, I guess the next big question is what's coming up on this next going up on a Tuesday? The show that they get to come to, get the experience. We moving into June. It's going to be hot. Yes, sir. June um, So that means sundresses. June 12th, man, and we ain't even going to drop the bag yet. Yeah. Like We like to lead the anticipation. And put it like this, man, in a week or so, I mean, I don't know when it's going to drop, but it's going to come out probably gonna come on next wednesday next thursday um guarantee the next episode we gonna drop we probably gonna drop hints on social media so yeah. you know follow all of us on social media i can give them one though okay. we, we probably definitely gonna barbecue because it's gonna be hot out bang, you know, we're bang. gonna have chef geek shout out to chef geek he say we don't never shout him out shout out to cool breeze who say we don't shout him out either oh wow damn i don't even remember saying i gotta get cool breeze on here shout out to the ball head brothers radio yeah. podcast him and muddy go listen mm -hmm. to that Geach got a, a a single just dropped. Still tripping. Still tipping. Still tipping. My still. bad, Geach, baby. I'm fucked up off this gin. Still tipping. Mm -hmm. So, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We got the show. We know the date is June 12th. So mark that in your calendar. And uh, depending on when you hear this, man, uh, to tomorrow I'm going to be uh auditioning, man, for a spot on the morning heat with Big Greg on 107.5, man. So that you know, what I mean, next time y'all hear from me, you don't know, it might be some good news. Regardless, man, we gonna get it popping. We got a lot of stuff going on, man. We working. It's heavy. Mm -hmm. LeBron got on some bullshit as he leave the press conference. He mad, uh, too. Because he got the merch on. He mad. We out here doing the other thing, man. Shout out to uh, Scott Van Pelt. But, um, uh, yeah, like I said, man, we working. We working to uh in in increase y'all, uh, just, just a better life. You know what I'm saying? Like a quality of life. You know what I mean? Yeah. All right, what was the word of, uh, of this podcast? Cognizant. You got to be cognizant. Meaning, you basically, you got to raise your awareness around you goes into consciousness you got to be cognizant of the different things that's going on 
around you, especially in business as a promoter, because you really, that's the tough thing about being a promoter. Mm-hmm. You're relying on that door mm-hmm. generally uh, on the come up. You generally don't get sponsors until you in the game knee deep and they know what type of audience you get. But even if you're looking for sponsors, you got to have the right type of audience so you can approach the right sponsor to say, okay, these types of people come to my event. Mm. Got to be cognizant. So, fellas, I'm going to do this. For, I'm going to do one for the ladies and do one for the fellas. Fellas, if you out here on bullshit and you playing crazy with your girl and you leave your phone laying around, be cognizant of where that bitch at. Because mm-hmm. if she get a hold to it, <laughs> you're going to be out high by yourself. Okay? okay, first off, have a code. Yeah. Have a code on your phone. I mean, if you're going to play that game, you know what I'm saying? But I'm just saying be cognizant. Be aware. Keep your head on the swivel. Ladies, um... If, uh, let me see this, let me see here. Uh, a lot of times y'all don't be cognizant of the fact that your heels be ashy and y'all wearing these sandals out. Make sure you keep enough lotion on you to be straight out here because you got to be aware. Keep your head on the swivel. Your ankles might be ashy. So that's the word of the day, cognizant. Mm-hmm. I can't spell it, but I can use it. We know how to use that motherfucker now. We learned that. If you driving out here and you know your light, your tags is bad, it's summertime, it's the, uh, it's the beginning of the year, I mean, beginning of the month. Be cognizant because the police out there and they got them traps. Don't get flicked. Stay woke. Stay woke. That's it, man. All right, peace. God bless. Yeah. I'm a DPGC for life. I do what I feel and I do what I like. I'm a DPGC for life. I do what I feel and I do what I like. I'm a DPGC for life. Subscribe on Apple iTunes or Google Play to the Josh You a Fool podcast to hear the jokes and thoughts of Josh Adams. Follow Josh Adams on Instagram at I'm Josh Adams.